Welcome to Copper State Adventures. My name is Greg, and I am your host. This is my very first podcast. This is my very first episode in that podcast. In this, I plan on talking about hiking and backpacking topics. I live in the Phoenix metropolitan area of Arizona, the Copper State. I'm native to Arizona, so most of my anecdotes will be based on my experiences in the state of Arizona. There are occasional trips that I've taken in the past, as well as planning for in the future, that will allow us to explore different stories outside of Arizona, but those are far and few between. Some things that you can expect from this podcast include question and answer opportunities, where you ask the questions, I will answer them to the best of my abilities. Sometimes we'll have guest interviews. I have a buddy of mine who will be part of this, who is my main hiking buddy, and I will have him on occasionally. I certainly want to welcome you to provide feedback on this podcast, subscribing, writing a review. Don't judge it based on the first episode. There are still more to come, and I am learning this as we go. So with that said, let's go ahead and move forward. If you're listening to this and you're on your computer, you can also go ahead and just go ahead and subscribe now. Go ahead and join us on Facebook at Copper State Adventures. And I did make an Instagram account for Copper State Adventures that'll be more just photo oriented. So we'll see how those go. And again, this is all just about building that community about backpacking and hiking. Well, with that said, we're going to go ahead and jump into today's podcast, our very first episode. Today, we're talking about the 10 essentials of hiking. Now, these are not the 10 essentials of backpacking, but just the 10 essentials of hiking. You should always have these items on your backpacking gear, but we'll do a separate podcast on our 10 essentials of backpacking that are separate from these 10 essentials of hiking. So just to list off our top 10 essential items for hiking, we have a map, a compass, sun protection, extra clothing, some type of light, first aid supplies, a fire starter like kindling, matches, a knife, and extra food. When I was first putting the notes together for this podcast, I thought I did not carry all of these items. I thought, no, that's that's too much. I don't carry anything like this. But it turns out I do. It sounds like a lot, but in some way, there's always these items in my kit. And I'll explain further what I mean by that. Let's first go ahead and break down what each item includes for those of you that are new to hiking. And if you're experienced, maybe some different options that you maybe haven't thought of before. So for a map, you can certainly use your old traditional paper map. You might buy this a store or a national park uh, visitor center, maybe the state park visitor center, REI, Sportsman's Warehouse, wherever you get your maps, you can go ahead and utilize that. Maybe you printed your map. You printed your map and you have it accessible. You folded it up and you're ready to go. Sometimes I've even seen where they have the map available to you at the beginning of the trailhead. Maybe you're a visitor uh, and a tourist and you want to keep that as a souvenir, or perhaps you just use it for the day that you're out there and then you return it at the end so someone else can use that. That's a great resource as a paper map goes. Another way to have your map is just to have it on your phone. You can download an app of the area or the trail that you're going to be on, and a lot of times you'll have a topographical map within that too so you can see the elevation. So I personally use a phone for my maps the gut hook app uh, for the Arizona trail. And with that, what I do is I can see the different types of terrain coming up. I can see water sources. And again, this is all for me to complete the Arizona trail, which I'm section hiking. And this will be a further conversation throughout this podcast on this app. uh, It tells me a variety of things. Like I said, water resources, trailheads, road crossings, keeps me on the map. 
So I also sometimes will carry a paper map if I'm going into a very unfamiliar area on the trail. So I'll have both of these sometimes. And I'll mark up on the paper map different roads I need to access to stash water perhaps or where I'm going to need to park the vehicle. And I'll just kind of highlight that before I go of what the plan is. Sometimes it's even worth leaving with my wife, but we'll talk about that in safety in a future episode. Our second essential item for hiking is a compass. So you can always use a traditional compass, just like you would a traditional map. You can use a traditional compass. Maybe it's something in your pocket, it flips open, or maybe it's a necklace type compass that hangs around your neck and it has the orienteering numbers for the degrees. Those are great opportunities. Maybe it's a small one on a keychain, like a, your car keys. Maybe it's something that you have on your paracord bracelet that you may or may not wear. Again, back to phones. Our phones nowadays have those embedded in them. So if that's not your essential one, maybe that's just a backup one to have on hand too. But a compass is essential to have when you're hiking. Our third essential item is sun protection. Now this is categorized into two different items, both sunglasses and sunscreen. So sunglasses, I used to use free ones that I got from wherever. I'll still use them when I get them, but with coronavirus... Uh, events aren't occurring and I'm out of free sunglasses. So that's a great resource. You don't have to worry about them getting scratched. You don't have to worry about breaking them, losing them, anything like that. That is always a great way to use those. You can get a cheap one from the dollar store, a $5 pair, wherever you might get them. You are going to want something while you're out there. Some type of sun protection to take the ease off your eyes. I've even started using my polarized glasses. I got a little bit of an expensive pair, um, nothing name brand, but even using polarized glasses when it's cloudy or that sunset sunrise and the sun's just right in your face, that sun can be so bright that having some type of polarized protection will certainly make the experience far better. And if you're wearing those sunglasses all day, you're going to want to see everything around you. That's one of the points of being out hiking and backpacking. So having those sunglasses um, would be great. Now, the downside to that is you do have to worry about breaking them. You don't want them scratched. You know, you did invest some money into those. So being very careful, regardless of this type of sunglasses that you're using. So sunscreen is also important. I'm a pre pretty fair white boy and I wear my sunscreen all the time. 50, 70, whatever SPF I can get, the highest, the better. There are different things of whether or not that makes a difference, but I kind of just go with it and I apply it regularly. I only have to apply it to my face, neck, ears, that type of area, because one of the other types of sun protection I use is long sleeves. I make sure to wear long sleeves. Now, this might sound redundant in the heat, and we'll be talking about hiking in the heat in a future episode too, but hiking in the heat and wearing long sleeves, at least I don't have to worry about the sun. Now, when I say long sleeves, I'm not talking about a denim jacket. I'm talking about just a UV protected shirt uh, that's thin, it's breathable, but it protects me from the sun. Same thing with long pants. Again, it's not necessarily the most comfortable thing, but I don't have to worry about getting beat up by thorns and the sun again, not hitting my legs. So different types of clothing is going to be essential for that. Additionally, a hat. Um, now this is all under, under the category of sun protection, but a hat, whether it's a wide brim hat, whether it's just a baseball hat, whatever it might be, having a hat to protect you from the sun, I think is one of the most important items that you can have, especially out here in the deserts of Arizona. All right. Our fourth item of essential items for hiking is extra clothing. Now, of course, you're already going to go out into your hike with clothing on, but extra clothing is an essential item. 
So with this essential item, you're going to want an extra pair of socks. I always, always, always have an extra pair of socks. You never know when your feet are going to give out, you're at the bottom of the hike or whatever. You're just like an extra pair of socks for a hiking trip. It's not that much weight, but the amount of comfortableness that it provides is so significant. I would highly recommend that. Sometimes you're going to get a little swamp ass and you're going to want a new pair of underwear and uh, swapping those out, especially if you get wet or it's raining or it's just sweaty down there. You know what I mean? Go ahead and have an extra pair of underwear on hand. Additionally, if you are planning on going somewhere that it's wet and you're sweating or it's cold or some extreme circumstances, having an extra shirt and pants, especially in the cold. And we'll talk about cold weather hiking also in future episodes. All right. Our fifth item is uh, some type of light. Most frequently, this is going to be some type of headlamp or a flashlight. So if you're just starting out, you might just have a flashlight laying around. Go for it. You're taking hikes around the, the city and you're hiking up and down the streets just to get out and urban hiking. Love it. Great idea. Just a way to start and be comfortable. We'll talk about starting out hiking also in a future episode. You know, with the first episode, it is kind of unique that we have future episodes already lined up. So that's why we're referencing those. So the headlamp or flashlight that you're using is going to be essential so that you can see in the night. Now you might say, well, hey, I'm hiking in the day. I don't need a headlamp. I don't know how many times the sun set faster than I thought. I just got out there exploring and just having that headlamp in a canyon, even though the sun sets at a specific time, if you're in a canyon, that sun's setting a little bit sooner just because the mountains are blocking the sun. Not that it's setting sooner, but it's going to make it darker where you're hiking a lot earlier. So having that extra little bit of light is going to help. It might also be cool if you find a little cave that you want to explore. We'll talk about splunking and caving at a certain episode too in the future, but maybe you want to explore that and you're going to need that light. Have it on hand for just in case you never know. Extra batteries is always good too. Maybe you swapped out beforehand, but just having those extra batteries, it's a couple extra triple A's, couple extra double A's. You're good to go. Transitioning to a headlamp. If you were still using a flashlight, that's great too. You'll find that moving on to a headlamp gives you the freedom of having your hands available to move things around. Use your walking stick. Just keep your hands free. Grab a pocket full of uh, sunflower seeds or something as you're going, a handful of sunflower seeds as you're hiking. So that's always a great luxury. All right. Our fifth item, number five, is first aid supplies. Now, this is one that, you know, you can kind of think, all right, cool, got a first aid kit and head out. But you want to make sure it's personalized to you. So you might have some specific prescriptions that you need to take. Maybe you need to take an inhaler. So make sure that you are taking the items that are personalized for you. Now in the days of coronavirus, maybe having a thing of hand sanitizer, especially if you're packing lunch and you have kids. We'll talk about hiking with kids in future episodes too. But having hand sanitizer available. I personally usually only have ibuprofen and Band-Aids. Those are pretty much the only things that I find that I need while I'm hiking. So it's personalized up to you. Maybe you do better with having gloves and gauze pads and the whole nine yards. Whatever you are comfortable with, that's where you're going to want to have those first aid supplies. My buddy carries a CPR keychain ring on there. So if he needs to perform CPR, he's got that handy. I have never thought about carrying one of those. So maybe that's something I do. You never know when your hiking buddy or a stranger is going to be on the trail and need that All right. Our next item here, we're kind of cruising along, is matches or a lighter, something to ignite a fire with. Yes, you might have the survival techniques to go ahead and whip up a fire with a stick or stones or magnifying glass, but just go ahead and carry the matches or your lighter or both even. 
again, it's a just in case item. You don't know if it's going to be cold out and you need to start a fire. Maybe you need it for a survival situation that you can't anticipate. If it was the 70s, maybe you needed a cigarette. I don't know. But it's one of those things where just have it because you never know when you're going to need it. You might need to start a fire uh, to ensure that the helicopter can find you. Again, this is thinking worst case scenario. We're starting off with this, but we want to make sure that we're safe for the just in cases. Eighth item is a fire starter. So if you have your matches and you have your lighter, you want a little bit of kindling, a little bit of fire starter. So this could be a scrap of paper, maybe some type of cardboard. You carry just a little piece of it, not a big box. You're not hiking with a box, uh, but just a little piece of cardboard or lint, you know, check that belly button. You might have a little lint in there from your day's hike. I'm just kidding. But you can go ahead and utilize that to help ignite that fire for whatever purpose it is. If it's safety, if you ended up staying out longer than you wanted just because you wanted to and you want to have a fire, it's always a great reason to have that too. All right, our ninth item is a knife. Uh, if you're hiking outdoors, you're going to want a small pocket knife. There are so, so many uses uh, for a pocket knife. You might plan on, I don't know, you get to your hiking location, you want to whittle. Um, I mean, that's kind of a luxury there, but say you need it to cut down. You never know when you're going to need it. Open a can of beans and you get to the top of your trail. Uh, cut off a piece of fabric off your shirt because you need to make a tourniquet. Say you need to just cut off a piece of loose string that's hanging off your shirt and it's annoying you. It doesn't always have to be serious situations in which you need these supplies, but it's always great to have just in case. Maybe you want a machete. I had a buddy hiking with a machete one time and we were cutting up the, we were kind of off the trail, um, but we were trying to get around this dangerous situation and we needed that machete and it came in handy uh, on this particular hike. And we just chopped down the trees, boom, 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 the bushes, and we got out of there. Now, we don't always hike with the machete. That was just a unique circumstance uh, that we had anticipated uh, needing that for, and it came in handy uh, to a spectacular degree. All right, and our 10th and final item is extra food. So, yes, you should be bringing food to begin with on your trail. Granola bars, maybe some fruit, obviously some water, but carrying extra is important. Again, this is all with the idea that something goes wrong or maybe you decide to stay out later and you have the extra food. You have the ability to not have to worry about things. You can go ahead and have extra food ready to go. You should always bring more food than you think you'll need. You'll be hungry, right? Maybe you normally survive in the city with a couple granola bars and for breakfast. But when you're hiking, you're burning those calories. You're going to want to have those extra calories to take in. Just in case, again, you're going to want that extra food, extra water. If you think, hey, I'm good to go with just two liters of water, I should be good, carry a third, all right? If you think, hey, I should take three, take four, always have extra, extra food and extra water. All right, so these are our 10 essential items and kind of just a little bit of an explanation on this. So as you begin to pack your bag more regularly, you'll realize that you are packing these items without even thinking about it. As I was thinking about this podcast and writing my notes for this podcast, I didn't think I brought this stuff with me. I didn't think it was that much, but I was prepared to talk about these items that I don't bring and why. However, I was going through my bag and I realized, wait, I, I do carry these things. The one thing I didn't think I brought was fire starter, lint or something. But in reality, I do kind of pack that just because I carry cash with me. And if I had to, if I needed to, I could burn a dollar, but that's really the only thing that's 
not in my bag. And I think that's something I need to change because it sounds ridiculous. Like, oh, I carry a dollar. <laughs> so I need to pack some type of piece of paper in there. If I had to, I can burn my paper map that I'm bringing. I could even use my pocket knife, cut off a piece of fabric from my shirt or my backpack and use that as a fire starter. So really everything else I do carry. I personally use my phone. I talked about that already. My phone for my compass and for my map. Sunglasses, I use my polarized sunglasses. I use high SPF on the sunscreen. I carry extra socks, extra underwear. I don't often bring an extra shirt or pants. I usually leave that in the car for when I'm done hiking, but I, I don't mind going a couple of extra days in the same gear. Now that's just me personally, because I've done this uh, for such a significant amount of time, I'll be okay with just socks and underwear. I have a headlamp. I have a black diamond headlamp that I use. That's my go-to flashlight. And I always have extra batteries. I always change out my batteries or rather I always recharge my batteries before I go. And then I have extras just in case. Uh, again, I talked about my first aid supplies. Um, it's ibuprofen and band-aids is typically what I, I utilize. My fire starter, as I mentioned, is something I need to personally change based on looking at this list. So this is a great refresher for myself too. I always carry a lighter, not necessarily matches, but I always have a lighter. Again, it's really, that's one I didn't have a reason for. It's just kind of having that just in case. I have a tiny pocket knife, kind of just folds out. It's not serrated, but it's just something I have on hand just to make sure I can function without it. You never know when you're going to need that, and it comes in handy so frequently. Extra food. There have been times where I go out, and I'm like, I'm just going to go for the for the an afternoon stroll. And I'm like, no, nope, I'm, I'm going to stay out for the night. And it turns into an overnight adventure. Extra food. I might get hungrier than I think. That happens more frequently than you think. I always like to have fruit out there, too. So having extra fruit. A banana might not do it for me, but having two bananas might help. Having some extra grapes. So it's always great to have that extra food. All right, that concludes our 10 essentials today. To finish, I want to go ahead and quote. Quote Lao Tzu, The journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. This is meaningful to me and fitting for the first podcast about hiking and backpacking. I'm taking my first step in a direction that I'm unfamiliar with. I hope this podcast encourages you to take many steps in the outdoors and to enjoy hiking and backpacking. It all starts with a single step. And you'll be surprised at the locations at which hiking and backpacking can take you, perhaps a thousand miles. So I'd like to incorporate a little bit of a gear review from time to time. So this week we're going to review the Cosmo 250 headlamp by Black Diamond. As I referenced, my headlamp is a Black Diamond headlamp. This is the one that I have. It shoots out 250 lumens of power. Um, it is watertight. This is just straight from the Black Diamond website. Uh, it only uses three AAA batteries. I love that. It makes it lighter weight. Some headlamps use four. I find that three is just enough. It makes it lightweight. And there's only three because it is 250 lumens. So that's low for some uses. But for me, it's just perfect. It does have a red light setting. Uh, and it functions with the high beam, the overcast mode, as well as that red light mode. It can go underwater. I've had it in rain several times. I've dropped it in uh, streams before, and it works just fine. Let it dry out, and, it, and it's fine. It's good to go. Obviously, not too long. It's not waterproof, but it's certainly water-resistant. So that's our gear review. It's $30 on blackdiamond.com. I'm sure you can get that cheaper on Amazon, but it weighs 83 grams, so 2.9 ounces. It can go about 72 meters with that high beam at 250 lumens. Can burn for six hours on high, 200 hours on low. 
It's a great lamp. I've had this one for just a couple of years. In fact, they actually gave me credit to purchase this lamp when my previous headlamp went out. I had that lamp for nearly 10 years and I said, Hey, like I want to keep it, but the little section on it wasn't working. A uh, little, little plastic lever that angled the, the light from, you know, down to my feet or up. And I just wanted to replace that, but the lamp worked fine. And they said, well, we don't really have that part, but here's a credit to purchase a lamp of your choice. So I, uh, Black Diamond 100% has my support just with that customer service. So anyway, in the future, I'd also like to talk about events. Now with coronavirus, a lot of the hiking events throughout the state uh, have been canceled. But when there are events that are moving forward, we'll go ahead and make sure to mention those so that you are aware of what other events are going on so you can get out there and hike with somebody. Hopefully you've liked this first podcast, this first episode in this podcast. Again, be sure to join me on Facebook at Copper State Adventures and on Instagram at Copper State Adventures as well. Thank you so much for listening. Happy trails. Happy trails.